You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. I'll try not to look down upon you. And folks, that's the way we start Geeky Show Ever, episode 220. Mike tries not to come down to my level and be too condescending since he exists at a higher plane. How are you this week, my lord and savior, Michael? <laughs> uh, it's not a higher plane. I just raised my chair is all. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I just raised it up because the way this uh, my monitor sits here, I'm always looking up at it. And I've had enough looking up this week because we've been at the school. We replaced all the ceiling tiles in the commons, roughly about 400. So that's a lot of like hands over my head looking up, replacing ceiling tiles. So there's kind of a crick in my neck. And I'd rather not look up any more than I have to. <laughs> So I just raised my chair up as high as it'll go. So I'm looking a little bit more straight at the uh, monitor rather than looking up. Well, uh, be thankful that you can at least raise both your arms over your head. I got one that won't go up over my head anymore unless somebody moves it up there. Yeah, my mom kind of had that after she had her uh, shoulder replaced. She let it go too long and the muscles atherpied. So, yeah, she could only get it about shoulder height. Um, But No, it locks. It locks. locks. It locks in oh. place, and I can't do anything. Now, if somebody wants to yank it up, it, it, no, it doesn't go even that high. <laughs> okay, you're safe, then. They won't confuse you with the... Uh, uh, it is, yeah. That's about it. Okay, all right. It'll go further, but I can't make it go further. <laughs> <laughs> and then it starts to make noise like a small uh, 4th of July display as it goes further up. Oh, kind of like tires on the gravel road? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah my neck makes that noise. Uh, that's one thing about, you know, the... Uh, audience doesn't get to see this but kevin and i do video and he probably thinks i'm nuts or something but i'm sitting here and i always oh there we go i always move my head from side to side trying to get it to pop and i got a couple good ones there so maybe i'll feel halfway human tonight what do you mean i think you're kind of nuts well i was okay i was i thought i maybe i'd left some lingering doubt but okay no no lingering doubt there okay uh, no, none at all uh <laughs> folks i might as I'll, I'll make mention up front uh, in case you hadn't figured it out, Mr. Greentree is not with us tonight. Uh, Mark, and I'm just going to say this up front, Mark has, is hard at work in his last semester at university, so he's heads down a lot. He will still be here when he has the time, but his schedule has gotten really jam-packed. I think he's trying to achieve the uh, 28-hour workday at present. So. <laughs> he, you, you said he had his head where? <laughs> It's impacted. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, he said head's down, so I didn't know what he it, had. It it's down, down so. and impacted. <laughs> okay. There you go. He, he, I, he may be suffering from optical rectitis. We're not sure. But we do know that he listens to the show. And just because Mark listens to the show, we have an extra special weather report for him that I'm going to play now. Hello, Kevin, Mike, and maybe Mark. This is Elisa. I'm going to call in my weather report this week. Here in upstate New York, it's going to be in the 80s and 90s and sunny all week. So I'll be poolside if you're looking for me, as usual. Wait a minute. But you're not in New York right now. You're in Virginia. I'm in Virginia right now. Wait a minute. How did that happen? I'm not real sure how that happened. (laughs) Elisa and I are having a little meetup here this morning. We decided she had to be down in Virginia for some family affairs, so her and I decided to meld the two shows together, and here we are in Virginia, Elisa and I, the meeting of three geeky ladies, one-third, and geekiest show ever, one-third. That's right. It's And it's a beautiful day here. It's not too warm right now. It's in the high 70s. It's already too hot for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had the AC going full blast all the way down here, and I'll have the AC going full blast all the way home. Well, well, I helped my son move in. He moved to Virginia from North Carolina, and oh, the humidity. <laughs> oh, it was blazing, even for me. <laughs> it was blazing. But, of course, when you're moving, it's that much hotter. Yeah, because yeah, everything gets amplified as you try to do it. Elisa just finished up moving. I'm going home to do some moving. So she's finished, and she gets to have a nice, relaxing drive back home. Here I am going driving home, and then I've got to start moving stuff. We're driving around Washington, D.C. and I-95. That's not relaxing. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll yeah. be a wreck until we hit New York. That's true. That's true. Because the Jersey Turnpike, the, oh, Garden State, awful. Well, awful. Well, best of luck to you. I hope you and your son make it back safely. I do, too. <laughs> so this is a semi-live weather report 
and the meeting up of two minds, or at least a quarter of a mind and a full one. The Geeky Lady and the Geek. There we go. Thanks, everybody. Bye. There you go. Folks, what do you think of that? In real life, I actually finally got to meet the world-famous, much-renowned Elisa Pacelli. And I think Mike's jealous. Yes, I am. That would just be awesome. Uh, and, you know, this as we record this, this weekend, there's also Mac Stock in uh, uh, Illinois, where a lot of uh, people that we know, a lot of podcasters there um, were there. And I would like to get to there at some point and, uh, and meet a lot of people there. And hopefully next year, maybe Kevin and I can, we can get our finances and our schedule together and um, we can try and Maybe we can all get out there and, you know, finally uh, meet. Maybe, I'm uh, not holding my breath, but maybe Mark might get some uh, financing together. And um, I could get Gretel just to ship him. Well, you know, I just, I, as you a couple said that, holes in the box. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that. Or I got to thinking about it. I remember that one uh, episode of uh, MASH, I think it was. Or, no, I think uh, Johnny Cash wrote a song called One Piece at a Time. Um, I'm not reassembling him. <laughs> I don't know if he'd like how we put them back together either, but uh, yeah, no, it you know, was, that could be it could, could be, be interesting. It could be. No, it was really fun. Elisa, as she as we said in the uh, clip there, she was passing through the area. And we got together. This would have been yesterday morning as we record. Uh, and had a lovely breakfast. I got to meet her son. Uh, they were on their way back home after helping him move, and uh, it was a real pleasure. I will. Uh, I'm pretty sure that I might make the uh, picture of the two of us the cover art for the uh, show this week, which will just make Elisa exceedingly happy. But Elisa is is twice as nice in person as she is on Skype, I will say that. So, mm. Okay, so we had uh, Big Virginia and Big Package there in Virginia. So, uh, Big Package. You, me- you remember from last, uh, uh, last oh, yeah, week? Oh, yeah. Or the week before. Yeah, Lisa yeah. had her Big Package. Yeah, so it's Big Package in uh, in Virginia and just Big in Virginia. So there you go. It was kind of funny. I was sitting there. I was kind of keeping an eye out for her at the restaurant we were meeting at. And I'm sitting there, and I was just kind of looking around. All of a sudden, she comes up kind of behind me. <laughs> Are you comfortable? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I would add something I might have said, but I, I, w- I wouldn't say it on the podcast. I wouldn't want to embarrass anybody. So. No, that's true. And, and before <laughs> we forget to finish out the weather forecast, um, it is for Mark. It is. I don't know. Let's see. It's a lovely sixty-six degrees. I don't know what he could complain about. Uh, uh, for, knowing Mark, he'd find something. He's probably all rugged up, as he would say. For me, it's at nine fifteen at night, folks. It's eighty-two freaking degrees, <laughs> and it's supposed to be ninety-four tomorrow. Then it's going to get really cold down to like the eighties for a couple of days, and then by the weekend we're supposed to be touching a hundred. That's not with the heat index. That's just a hundred degrees. Yeah, our forecast is similar. Right now, we're at seventy-four, and it looks like I'm looking at weather. My weather underground app here, and by about Wednesday, it'll hit ninety-six. Thursday, it'll hit ninety-eight. Yeah, sure. About the days that I start to strip the wax and the commons, and the air conditioning is broke down at school. So, yeah, I'll be sweating in my wax. So, um, well, if you get waxed, it'll won't hurt as much when you sweat. Uh, this is probably true. And then for <laughs> for our uh, weather report, if you want to put a link into our show notes, I put uh, YouTube. Uh, we had some interesting weather last night. Yeah, uh, yeah we had a tornado touchdown south of town. Uh, I was kind of hoping it touched down about 12 miles south where our old farmhouse is at because we'd really like to have something done with it, and I'd like for Mother Nature to do it if she would. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's my dream. Uh, but, no, it missed. And I don't know that it did a lot. It may have been like a angry whirlwind or something like that. But, I mean, it was still a potential to be dangerous. And we had hail here in town, and that's the YouTube video that I uh, posted in our uh, uh chat there uh so if you want to put the link into that but yeah it's the hail as it's coming down in town there it was uh oh between marble and a few golf ball sized um i went i didn't look have been up on the roof to look but i didn't see outside of uh leaves shredded and pine needles all over the place because we had a lot of pine trees around our house here uh i didn't see any real damage i went up to the school and checked on things i didn't see any broken windows there's cars outside they looked to be okay so I don't think we had any real damage, but yeah, it made uh, things intense. Uh, in about, oh, I'd say 20 minutes, we had about an inch of rain, so it was coming down pretty good. 
Yeah, and uh, we've had a couple. We had a couple hard uh, downpours. Nowhere's near an inch of rain, but we had a couple hard downpours uh, yesterday. But it was funny. A friend of mine that's probably uh, I don't know ten, fifteen miles north of here got absolutely nothing. Yeah, it, it was really a stripe thing kind of going across. But I also want to have a shout out to uh, while you're talking about that to listener Jim, who I got a note from. Uh, he's kind of tied up. He lives near Tulsa. Oklahoma, uh, for those, I, I say Tulsa, and I assume everybody knows where I mean, but Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, they had apparently had some severe storms run through, I guess it was Thursday night, yeah, Thursday night, and uh, he had a bit of damage to clean up at his place, nothing terribly serious, but a good bit of damage, so to all those affected, and I know it's been a big area by this uh, severe weather outbreak here in the United States, uh, uh, God bless, and I hope you uh, soon get everything cleaned up and straightened out. And we're thankful that Mike is okay. Yes, yes, that's what matters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that wasn't conceded at all. And if you watch the video, you'll kind of notice that, yeah, we had an inch of rain, but we need probably more. And it's spaced out, nice gentle rain. Because you'll see that there's uh, our lawn is kind of like brown. We haven't gotten the lawnmower out in, I want to say, about a month now. It's dried up and the grass has quit growing. And we don't water our lawn because, well, we're cheap. Um, which, <laughs> in which, well, we're saving money on gas for the lawnmower. We're not polluting the atmosphere. There's so many pluses to it. I mean, I do like green. I do like the lawn, but uh, I don't like to mow it. And, yeah, so we could really, and, you know, for the farmers around here, we could really use a good, uh, well, at this point, for the wheat, that's probably too late. The corn, I think, could still be okay than beans. So if we got some nice rain now, it would probably be okay. But, uh, yeah, it's um, it's been a dry year. Yeah, I, it, it hasn't been as dry as it has been other years. It's been a little on the dry side around here, but the intense heat, even when we get the rain, you know, it kind of dries it out pretty quickly. But uh, I am happy to report that I got my first tomatoes a couple days ago off my tomato plant. Uh and had them tonight for dinner, and oh my God, they were yellow tomatoes, which I dearly love. Oh, I could have just sat there and ate the whole thing and not eaten anything else for dinner. <laughs> well, that makes me think too, and I don't know. I gotta, I gotta talk nice to my wife because she's not crazy about them. But I, I love fried green tomatoes. Oh, um, I do too. Yes, um, and you know she does does pretty good with them. Um, but uh, like I say, she's not crazy about them. She's just not crazy about that kind of tart taste. But uh, uh, I do like them, so maybe I'll have to. Oh, sweetie dear, you know, I don't know, buy her something. So I didn't know those were a thing much for out of the south. I thought it was pretty much just a southern thing. Well, it kind of is, but you know, we. Uh, I don't know. I think my mom started doing it. And, you know, we're from South Dakota. That's about as far south as we go. Um, but <laughs> she's done it a few times, and. Uh, uh, and so my wife's uh, done it too, and I don't know where or how, and I don't, I don't know that it had anything. No, I think we were doing it before the movie Fried Green Tomatoes come out, which you know at least made people aware of such a thing. Oh so. yeah, we were too. I mean, oh and, yeah, and we found out towards the end of the year at one of the local farmers markets, there's a guy that sells the green tomatoes purposely so you can fry them. And folks, let me make it clear for those that don't know, you do not try to fry a ripe tomato. You will end up with a holy god awful mess. I have seen people try this. No. Not gonna work. You gotta have the firm green tomatoes, just kind of tart and uh nice it's, little batter and, and deep fat frame. And it's sweet and tart at the same time the way you sure. it's hard it's just a wonderful flavor. Yeah, a little cornmeal. I think I don't know exactly what she does for a coating. I think it's cornmeal and something else on there. So yeah, it does have that kind of uh sweet sour or sweet tart uh taste to it yeah it's, it's it's really good folks if you ever get a chance to try them please do i don't think you'll regret them they're just absolutely amazing to eat so now that we have everybody's mouth watering uh, oh dear god that was not a picture i needed <laughs> um i wanted to throw out a, uh, a a quick update on my linux build i got my machine built as i mentioned last week and it's doing really pretty well. I was using it uh, this morning. I was doing some look up, looking up some information online. And, you know, I really can't complain. I mean, you know, if I was any poorer than I am, I think it would be the perfect computer. I mean, you know, cheap laptop, cheap old laptop with new operating system. 
you know, really? I mean, what else could you use? I mean, you you can do everything. Okay, maybe I can't play online games, and YouTube is a little wonky, but it is usable. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, I, I got nothing but good things to say. I'm still going to order the extra gig of RAM, I think, and stick in it just just for shits and grins, so to speak. Well, and I did fire up my, uh, and I haven't gotten back out to use it. Uh, we've been in the process of cleaning up uh, things here again. Uh, but I did play with it a little bit this week, and I did do YouTube with it. And it's not bad. It's probably not smooth. Uh, it's a little, um, oh, I guess maybe animatronic, um, sort of, you know, um, might be a way to describe it. Um, but it's not bad. And the uh, audio seemed to stay in sync. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I wouldn't exactly call it jerky, but I mean, you could see that it wasn't the, the smoothest video in the world, but it, it wasn't terrible. I could watch it without it, you know, driving me around the bend. Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, the, when I mentioned it last week, the audio kind of caught up the longer YouTube ran. So I don't know, I don't want to deal. I don't know what to deal with. And again, I'm running it in Firefox on the browser because this particular version of Linux no longer is supported by Chromium or Chrome or anything like that because it's a 32-bit version, and Google has moved on to 64-bit. So you know, it's what it is. But again, I I got no complaints. If I didn't. If it was a choice between using this and not having a computer, boom, I'm there. I mean, it's perfect. I, you know, and it, it, the funny thing is, it's kind of gotten me reinvigorized in the excitement for devices again. Not that I ever really completely lost it, but I was I went through quite a lull for a while where new stuff was like, oh, I don't give a shit. I don't, you know, and 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 now I've got a reinvigorated lust for uh, that sort of thing again. So it's a big help. Yeah, and I I would like to get back into Linux, and I don't quite think my little netbook is the thing to do it because it's the uh, screen real estate there that kind of drives me a little little nuts. It is kind of a small screen, but I would like to get back into it because uh, I want to say probably about no oh, probably about ten years ago I was uh, doing a lot in Linux. I would I had a, a desktop set up and I was booting into like seven di- different distributions just because I could. Uh, and somebody asked me, well, why do you need so many? Well, because each one had its own little thing. They've, I think they've gotten a little bit more homogenized now or a little yeah. closer. Yeah. Um, not so much big, so many big differences, but for a while there, um, I mean, I've always had this soft spot for, um, Fedora Red Hat, because that was one of the first ones that I installed. That and then Mandrake, which morphed into Mandrivia, which I'm not even sure if that's around anymore or yeah, not. Yeah, not either. Um, but then there's been a few others. Uh, Sabion was always one that I found kind of interesting, because that was based on uh, uh, Gentoo uh, Linux, which is kind of like uh, you uh, compile... It's not exactly a purely compiled uh, operating system, but you don't download packages. I think you download, I forget how it goes now, but it's kind of like, um, it's a different way of doing it. It's just not packages. I think you uh, compile stuff. So you can kind of tailor it to your system because, you know, some of these systems, it's you, I won't say one size fits all, but you kind of get some extra things in there that you don't need. This one, I think you can uh, tailor it a little bit. A pure Gentoo, you could. Uh, tailor it to you know your operating system i think that one you could even compile the whole operating system kind of like slack yeah i think you're right yes yeah and i don't know that i'm quite that hardcore about it but um (laughs) no and uh gen um sabion has a gaming uh addition to its uh operating system that maybe i might download and put on my wife's uh i3 laptop that she's not using anymore just kind of dink with that and see because uh, you can put steam on and i'm kind of interested to see how some of these steam games would run on something like that or i could even download the steam os um but um you know i might play around with that and see what i could do well there was another one too uh that i saw i don't remember what it was i think it was yesterday yeah that i came across called chalet chalet os it says a Linux for those who miss Windows 7. Not that I miss I, Windows 7, but it <laughs> it does look interesting. I mean... Yeah. Was it... Uh, There's another one I saw, too, that uh, one that I was kind of familiar with. Um, that will mimic uh, some of those uh, operating, uh, you know, Windows and 
some of those. And there were some others. Man, I all the ones I tried, and there was PC Linux. and Yeah, um, I used that for a while, too. Yeah, and there was uh, Pingus or Ping OS or whatever it was. Um, Pengai OS or whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, you know, even some puppy Linux, I think I put on my little netbook there. Yeah, uh, that was fine. It just didn't have a lot of, you know, packages in there, but, um. Well, it was meant to be a lightweight. I, cause yes. I have, cause I have that, I may or may not have mentioned on my old MacBook Air, which is running OS 10 or Mac OS, whatever we're going to call it now, 10.75 or 10.8. And then I have Windows 10 on it. And inside of Windows 10, I have puppy Linux running so I, so it's technically running three different operating systems okay uh yeah and that's always a a, a fun thing to do but uh yeah i, I and like i say anymore i'm i well like i say maybe i need a purpose maybe i will try that gaming uh os on that laptop and just uh see what it does maybe uh i thought about maybe putting it on a hard drive but maybe if i or on a sd card but maybe a because you can get a 256 uh, uh, SSD for not a whole lot of money. Um, yeah, they're not too expensive. I think they're down probably about 100 bucks or so, or maybe well, less. I think if you watch uh, Amazon, they have sales sometimes. I think I've seen them down to maybe 40 or 50. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I think there's special sales. Maybe not 40 or 50, but it's down there sub 100 anyway. Yeah, and we had Amazon Prime days come and gone since we recorded. We I think we mentioned it last week, but if not, I I was good. I only bought one thing. I bought myself a 64 gig micro SD card, uh, which I put <laughs> in my Kindle Fire 7 inch that I bought on sale for $39. So I've got a grand total of what now, uh, fourteen and thirty nine. I've got what uh, fifty four dollars tied up in this thing. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, and as long as you kind of brought it up um, on my in the show notes there, I had my new purchase. That was an Amazon Day purchase. Uh, well, actually, I did two. One, I bought a a uh, my son his laptop was not the greatest in the world, so I got him a a cheap gaming laptop. For about um, uh, about five fifty, I think it was, and it wasn't too bad a uh, an outfit. It was a uh, oh come on, I'm trying to get in here, and this thing is being stupid. Um, it was a um, you're blaming Cor- the, you're blaming the computer for being stupid. That's different from usually it, you blame me. Well, yeah, this is true, um, but. It was a Core i5, um, a um, eight gigs of memory, a one terabyte, fifty four hundred RPM uh, spinning drive, and a nine forty M NVIDIA graphics card with uh, two gigs of memory to it. So I didn't think it was too bad a uh, outfit. No, that doesn't sound like bad rig to do some basic gaming on anyway. I mean the fifty four hundred. RPM drive would slow you down more than anything, probably. Well, yeah, and all my son does is uh, he does The Sims 2 and Minecraft, so that should be good enough for that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that'll be more than... Well, even at that price, you could afford to put a little bit of money into it and take out the uh, spinning hard drive if you caught the, caught a deal on a uh, uh, an SSD that you could stick in in place of it if you wanted to. Well, and actually, what we considered was uh, his uh, his old laptop. My son, my other son, had put a two fifty six in there, so we're considering taking that out and putting it in. But I don't know; it might be um, um, the he might need the space. I don't know. We're considering what to what to do there, but well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you would lose the space because a one terabyte yeah. SSD while they have come dramatically down in price, are still relatively expensive when you get right down to it. So, Yeah, okay, here we go. I finally got in here. But, yeah, I think I had most of it on there. Yeah, a Core i5, I think it's a 2 point, uh, where's the specs at, 2.2 gigahertz. It's not a bad thing for what he does. Yeah, 2.2 uh, Core i5. Um, Quad yeah, core. not... Um, 
It doesn't say. I I'm going to guess it's a dual core. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not up on their numbering, but it's a 5200U. While well, U, I think, is uh, low power, or whatever it is, ultra. Uh, U is whatever uh, you want to be. Oh yeah. Okay, my but I'm uh, <laughs> a, a side, uh, a little side trip here. I have a cousin that lives down in Florida and used to run a recording studio, and he has a band, and he recorded a uh, uh, him and his band. Uh, you don't think kind of hippies or whatever. Uh, nice guy, but you know, kind of a hippie. And so they recorded this song called Guru, G-U-R-U, G-U-R-U. Um, yeah, even he says that was a kind of a, yeah, stupid song. Anyway, I digress. My other purchase from Amazon, though, was I finally broke down and bought my NVIDIA Shield uh, console uh, um, TV box slash uh, gaming uh, console. Oh, how much was it on sale for? Well, let's see. It was originally, uh, so I got the one with two controllers. I'm still waiting for my second controller to arrive. So if you would have bought it originally, it would have been 359 with the second controller. Not that I needed the second controller that much, but it was part of the deal. They had it knocked down to 250 and then uh, they also had a promotion where if you use their Amazon, because I have an Amazon credit card, so if you use that, you get 30 bucks off. And I think I had like about 20 bucks of uh, credit built up. So I got a this 359 outfit for about 200 bucks. Wow, that is pretty good. Yeah, like I say, I kind of accumulated some. And if I if I probably would have been smarter if I really wanted to get all you know um, medieval on their ass here. Um, you could have gotten, was it an extra 10% or an extra $10 if you buy so many of their gift cards? So I could have turned around, bought a bunch of gift cards, or bought a bunch of gift cards, turned around, used it to buy this, and got the extra $10. But Yeah, no, that would be good. Well, you know, uh, talking about purchases, I'll mention this because she sent a note to both Mike and, or I guess it was through Twitter. Elisa mm-hmm. finally got her Amazon tap. Yes, yeah. and uh, it sounded like, because. Uh, uh, another side note here, Tweetbot kind of bugs me because I saw this message come up and I didn't know what it was. It was a, a group message on Twitter, which apparently Tweetbot doesn't do. So yeah, I had no, to go. Tweetbot does not do. I got the email notification and I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, maybe that's what I should do. Yeah, so I saw that and what I was trying to remember what she said that she's liking it. Oh, yeah, yeah here. here it goes. It's an early Amazon tap review, easy setup. Connects to the Wi-Fi better than the iPhone and iPad. No problem whatsoever listening to music out by the pool. I knew that's where she was going to be today, by the way, folks, <laughs> if you didn't hear us say that in the weather report. Uh, she likes uh, Alexa. She's played her Prime list and been streaming it for about four hours. So she said the speaker's fantastic. Maybe next time we have Lisa on, which she will be on again sometime in the not-too-distant future, um, uh, we'll get her to give a more thorough review of where she's at with it and how she's liking it. You all keep on. I'm going to end up with a damn Alexa, and I'm going to make you <laughs> both pay for it for somehow. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we have to spread the fun around. Um, well, okay, I, I wasn't quite honest. There was one other thing I had purchased um, on oh, Amazon dear. Prime Day. Yes. Yeah, I know. I have a problem. I'm trying to keep the uh, the nation's economy going single-handed here, apparently. Well, let's remember your oath. Hello, my name is Michael, and <laughs> I have an Amazon problem. <laughs> yeah, so just a gadget problem. But they had a, um, a, T, a TP-Link – no, it doesn't stand for toilet paper – TP-Link Wi-Fi smart plug uh, on sale. That's, so that's a Wi-Fi-connected um, smart plug. And so um, – I, I bought that one, and then you can control that with Alexa. So um, I have it set up so I can I'll, – I'll give Kevin a demonstration here uh, of what I can do. So it's like, um, Alexa, turn off the office lights. And it went dark in here. Yes, it did. And Mike looks just as scary in the dark as he does in the light, folks. <laughs> I wish the kids would feel that way about – okay, Alexa, turn the office lights back on. There we go. Uh, so you know, it's it it seems kind of silly, but it's it's something I want to play. I've mentioned before I want to try out the automation stuff and just see uh, and play around with it a little bit, and you know maybe I'll try some other things because uh, if nothing else for uh, 
I had mentioned before, if you have lights come on and off when you're gone or something like that, just to make people think that you're home or something. Although in a small town, I'm pretty sure they'll figure out that we're gone. But still, <laughs> I, that, that, just that extra sense of security that you know you can kind of uh, you know keep an eye on things. Or I went out for a walk this afternoon. And I looked down, I saw the lights was on in the uh, office down here, so I just called down to uh, tell it to turn it off and turned it off so I didn't have to walk all the way down. I know, first world problems, laziness, whatever. But uh, well, I'm waiting for Alexa. Please please go to the restroom for me. <laughs> Save me the trip. Hmm, <laughs> ideas. Um, <laughs> uh, probably not. No, probably not. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. But uh, no. all right, so you and Elisa both have one. We already know you like yours. Yep. And now Elisa likes hers. This is going to cost me, folks. Damn it! And it's <laughs> going to be their fault. I'm telling you. And then my wife's going to want to know why the hell do we have things sitting around the house that we can talk to? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was kind of because um, I think I told the last uh, last time or. Uh, maybe when uh, Alexa was uh, Alisa was on here. Alexa, I'm getting this all confused. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, because I, I had I started out with the tap, and then I got the Amazon Echo, and then I've got the Dot, which doesn't have a speaker. You connect it to a speaker system, so I got it connected to my uh, little surround sound system down here. I moved the Echo upstairs, and my wife actually uses that because she's using TuneIn Radio to listen to a. Uh, um, one of our local radio stations, because then that way it's probably clearer, less static than it would be, you know, uh, the regular radio signal. Um, and when the lightning storm was going on, well, FM isn't usually too bad, but it's kind of nice to have the, uh, uh, you know, and you can listen to stations from around the world. This doesn't have to be local. And they got all other kinds of stuff there, too. But she uses that. And she's also got a few things, you know, tell it to play certain groups or songs. or And that maybe at someday I'll have to work with her, you know, with Pandora and start creating her own personal playlist or something like that uh, that she can listen to. But, I, you know, I was a little worried because I was thought I might get the, well, why do I need that? But I came up and she was actually using it. So, uh, you know, I think... Um, and my wife isn't like, you know, <clears throat> she's probably the opposite of me. She doesn't adopt all the nerdy stuff like I do. You know, if, you know, they came out with, you know, computer-powered toilet paper. I'd probably be the first one to buy it uh, just because. Or, you know, yeah. You, end up with nanobites all over your butt. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, computer-controlled toilet paper dispenser or something like that. I, I would probably be on. Controlled by uh, the Amazon Echo, of course. I want two sheets. Two uh, sheets folded square. <laughs> yes. Uh, try corners, whatever. Uh, oh Lord! But um, so you know, like I say she's using it. So there's it, it is it is helpful and it is nice. And uh, like I say, they're um, uh, toy toying with the uh, automation stuff here a little bit. And I feel like writing a uh, or suggesting something to Amazon if they could build in because with that storm that went through last night, I was thinking because my phone went off. But my problem is in the middle of the night. Or I wish Apple would address it too. I put it in do not disturb mode because I have emails coming in all times of the night and I don't need to hear that stuff coming in. I just wish they would put some allowance in there so that when there is a severe weather warning, because we got the nap on our phone weather underground, which actually last night sort of scared the crap out of me because I actually uh, sounded the siren when the tornado warning went off. Um, and then it went off and then the sirens in town actually went off. Um, but it would be nice to have something where they could at least make a hole in uh, the uh, do not disturb that you would allow certain things out. You could pick it if you want. Or like I say, if they would do something with the uh, – make some skill for um, the uh, Echo that would monitor – you know, like weather underground or something like that. So if there is a severe warning, it would start making a sound to wake you up so you could head to the basement and, uh, you know, try to be safe. But something like that, some sort of early warning thing like that. Now, the thing is, I think Amazon will go out and get stuff. I don't think they will allow it to have, I mean, outside of going out and getting like, uh, you know, music or information or something like that, I don't think they want it to be able, it to be controlled by an outside source, which... I understand, but I just wish there was some way that, you know, it could monitor something like that. I don't know. Hopefully, they could build something like that into the, the programming where it could just, you know, a safety feature like that. So, uh, you know, public broadcasting warnings or something like that. It would, it would be nice. Yeah. I, I mean, I like that idea, but then I think about what happened the other day in the local area I live and work in. 
there was an Amber Alert sent out for a uh, missing teen, I think it was, or maybe it was a small, no, it was a small child, actually. Um, but I was sitting there in the office, I think this was, it was either Wednesday or Thursday, and all of a sudden you could hear all across the uh, our section of the building all the cell phones going <laughs> off with the Amber Alert. It was like freaky for a second. I went, and then I went, Oh, wait a minute, that's Amber Alert, because it makes a different sound when been, when there's a severe thunderstorm or a tornado warning or something issued. Because I was riding down the road one day and my phone went off with a tornado warning. You talk about getting the crap scared out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was bad weather, but then I'm riding along, all of a sudden my phone goes, I'm going, oh, shit, you know, what's wrong? And you can't, and it doesn't tell you where it's for, because I have multiple mm. areas set up in the weather app. So it was actually for uh, over where my office is, not my local. Because if it was local, I was going to turn around and get home because right. I wasn't too far from the house. But it was like, jeez, oh, it was just like, <laughs> yeah. And they need to get. It's good that it does it, but it needs to get a little bit more, maybe GPS aware or something than it is. I don't know. Right. Because um, we uh, the one that went off last night was Weather Underground, and I think i've got it set for use current location or something like that and hopefully that's where it would get the uh weather information from or the warnings or whatever but i'm i'm not entirely sure how it does work but i do know that it was going off good last night well but that's always good i mean it's better to have too many warnings in some ways than it is not enough as long as you don't become desensitized to them right so there's a there's a fine balance that you have to strike there and uh it's always tough, I know. Um, the one thing I wanted to that I was going to mention this week was that you were, you know, you talked about and you've got it in here to talk about a little bit later. Maybe um, I'm considering a complete redesign of my workspace. I don't know. Maybe I'm bored. Maybe I'm tired. <laughs> maybe I just need to clean some of the shit up that's sitting around here on my desk. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm actually considering changing my monitor layout and all that sort of thing, but every time I think I come up with a different design, I, I you know, then I go, think about it. And go, well, wait a minute, I'd like to do that because I've actually thought about getting rid of my desk. I have a nice desk here that was given to me, oh, I don't know, probably almost ten years ago now for Christmas. I think um, very nice desk, a uh, big L-shaped desk. Uh, I'm pointing it to Mike and he can't see, even see it. So. <laughs> doesn't matter um but i've thought about building in a counter that goes around the two walls that i have in this corner of the uh family room that's my office and then uh making a setup that way and putting in uh like a custom sized uh i guess kitchen countertop technically is what it would be and uh set set all my stuff on that and then you know, because I need the the flat space more than I need the storage space my wife would argue the other way <laughs> uh, put the shit away so she doesn't have to see it but um yeah i don't know but and then i keep on well no i don't want to do that because then i got my back to everybody when they're here in the family room and good could i do it the other way no then it sticks out in the room more so i don't know i mean i i don't i'm always interested i and i think i've mentioned this before but it's been a while on the show these there's a couple Flickr groups that are dedicated to people putting up pictures of their workspaces and stuff like that people this shit's like porn to me to look at <laughs> You know, I kind of know. I kind of know the feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just to see the the create. And some of it is like, you know, I've seen a couple of them. And Mark's going to shoot me if he hears this, which I hope he does. And but he's not going to shoot me really. Um, he's not that good a shot, folks. The uh, is the you know the ones that they say oh music and uh, music production and 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 whatever like that. Like, yeah, well, that doesn't interest me. You get all these instruments sitting around and stuff like that. I can't play an instrument, folks. I can't read music. We've established this fact. And I don't listen to that much music. Um, but anyway, you know, and I, I just keep toying. And maybe it's just the need to change something. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not, you know, people like change. And I can only do so much here because uh, I'll give Kevin a little, if I can get enough uh, cord here on my webcam, I'll give him a little tour of my office. But I can't do a lot because right here I have my roll-top desk that I got from my father-in-law. And then over there, I have a, a nice little corner computer desk. And there's not a lot I can do with that. I've kind of got it set up that way. But what I am considering back there against the wall, uh, oh, you can't quite see them, but there's my uh, FFA awards uh, oh, over there, there on the wall. Yeah, but on, uh, against that wall over there, I am considering 
putting up a shelf that runs, oh, let's say about a foot or so below the ceiling, kind of around that side, maybe partway around on the other side here, uh, because I've got some toy, uh, farm toys out here that I got when I was a kid, uh, toy tractors and pickups. I got an uh, army jeep and that stuff, and I, I've hung on to them, and I'd like to put them up there and display them just because I kind of like them. So I'm kind of thinking about doing that, and then back behind me there, you noticed that a few weeks ago, we got the entertainment center, um, I got the entertainment center that came from upstairs down here, um, and uh, because my, we got my mother-in-law's uh, entertainment center now that she's kind of downsizing stuff, and so we got that upstairs, so I got it down here, which matches the shelf beside it over there that I've had down here for a while, and so I'm thinking about... <clears throat> Yeah, I'm trying to th figure out a redesign here too because it's it's me down here by myself. So really, I don't have to take other people into consideration because I'm just selfish that way. Although it is nice to have a little room when the boys come down or when the family comes home, we'll sit down here and kind of you know geek out and do stuff. And what I'm considering doing is back there in the entertainment center, my son had bought a uh, 32 inch TV not too long ago that he was using for a monitor, but he realizes TVs as monitors, the text isn't that crisp and that kind of stuff. So he's willing to sell it to me, and I might put it back there in the entertainment center, and then I might take my NVIDIA Shield that I got here and set that back up there. So that could be my game playing and movie watching area back there, which would mean I'd have to. Um, maybe get rid of this reclining chair I got here and just put have a, a desk chair in here that I can go between the two desks and turn around and, and play games. I'm, again, I'm trying to figure that one out and how do I want to do it and uh, yeah, what's what? how do I want things to flow through here? So it, it's all things you have to kind of stop and consider. Yeah, I, you know, and maybe it's just my need to change things around like you mm -hmm. say, it could be um you know, at some point I might want to change my monitor configuration. I might need a second bigger monitor, you know, and get rid of this poor pitiful little 22-inch monitor <laughs> that I have here. You know, and get a 27-inch or maybe a 32-inch monitor or something like that. So, you know, I I can never have enough screen real estate is what I always say. There's Every time I think, I, you know, when I got the 27-inch, I thought, wow, this is it. I won't need anything. Then I started adding on monitors to either side of it and... You know, everybody's going, how many screens do you need? I'm like, well, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. I Yeah, you, you have a, uh, I have a gadget addiction and you have a screen and uh, jump drive uh, addiction, so. Yeah, I, and actually I've considered getting another Apple TV and putting a, mounting a, like a 32 inch TV on the wall straight out in front of me <laughs> so that I can send stuff up there and, and do that, but it. I can also send stuff over to the 40-inch TV on the other side of the room if I wanted. There was something we were doing the other night, and I was watching something, and everybody said, oh, I want to see that. And I said, wait, flick, <laughs> smart TV, here you go. You can watch it. And so we're watching it um, because the uh, the uh, Roku will accept the additional input from my uh, phone or my tablet devices, so just send it on over there, and we can yeah. watch it that way. So Just like upstairs, the Apple TV will take it. Occasionally, I've actually accidentally sent stuff to AirPlay on the Apple TV, and the family sitting upstairs. They're going, "What the hell?" <laughs> mm, Dad, TV cuts on, and suddenly they're watching some YouTube video. Excuse me. And they're going, "What?" <laughs> well, well, whatever. You know, these things happen, folks. These things happen. So we'll see. I don't know. I I'd be interested if any of the listeners are in the mood to rearrange, you know, or if they're if they change their workspaces, how often they change it. Let us know. I'd love to hear it. You know, Mike and I are open to ideas. You know, right. And I I've toyed with the idea of a standing desk, but considering my job, I stand and walk a lot anyway. So I I would prefer to sit down. But because this um, that HP uh, my big HP twenty uh, seven inch all in one over there you can actually tilt it back so that it would you could stand up and look down on it and you could kind of use it like a uh, tabletop um, you know uh, uh, Microsoft Surface the original one that you know the tabletop mounted not the little tablet uh, so you could tilt it back and you could look down on it and you could do things and it's a touch screen so you could do things with that so I've tried with that idea I don't know what I would do, but it sounds interesting anyway. So, Yeah, I keep seeing... It's funny. I've seen a lot of people get standing desks and stuff. 
and then I noticed that a lot of them also get these high chairs, and after they get the standing desk, they'll, <laughs> they'll stand for a while, and then they'll get these big, what I used to call a drafting chair, so that you could sit yeah. at a table. So I was like, oh, I think you're defeating the purpose here. But Well, yeah, and we're at school, the uh, receptionist, we were kicking around ideas because she kind of liked to design her workspace because where she sits is she sits at the desk, and uh, the the countertop, the window to the hallway where kids come and talk to her. And then over here, she's got like a half wall. So she's sitting down. She's kind of looking up over that. And she would like to do it differently where she could kind of turn and sit and keep an eye on both things and sit a little higher. And we were considering raising up her that there's a shelf there, make, actually maybe putting on the countertop, raising it up. And, you know, I tend to call it a bar stool, but you probably don't want bar stools in the um, <laughs> in the school. Yeah. But but that kind with a little uh, ring around that you can put your feet on it. So it's not wouldn't be a standing desk per se if she wanted to. She could. She could move it out of the way. But it's for her to sit up higher and be able to see things. And so you know, and you know, you, that's whenever I try to do something, I try to think ahead and I try anyway, not always successfully. What is this going to work? Or you know, and sometimes I end up paralyzing myself because I just don't know what a person should do. <laughs> but you know, you know what. Could possible ways could things be done, and you know, is this going to be the ideal way? And I don't know if there's ever going to be a completely ideal way, but um, you know, I always try to consider that when doing things, even at school. If I'm, you know, we're putting something together, we're doing something, you know, we all try to take into consideration what might change. You know, one thing, I, and we don't do a lot of it, but one thing I try to keep in mind is, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of disabled people in the school. It's probably been about 10 years since we've had anybody in a wheelchair, but that's something I try to consider that, you know, is, is this going to be handicapped accessible or, you know, is it going to pose a problem or is there alternatives or whatever? So, you know, even, you know, uh, uh, on my job, I try to think about things and and then i just look at the way that school was built because it's nearly 50 years old and there's just things about it like the lunchroom just drives me nuts because the the flow in there is just terrible you got people crossing over the lunch line to take their dishes back and it's just it uh it just the the, the nerd in me just looks at it and groans because it it's not right people <laughs> yeah i yeah i know i there are certain things like that that happen to me too. Mm -hmm. So, it, it like I said, maybe that's part of what is my desk. I don't like, I like the way it is because it kind of gives me the sense of even though I'm in a bigger open room that I have a small workspace, uh, but it also I know it screws with the flow of the room and stuff like that. That's the main reason I used to have my uh, big comfy recliner down here, but it took up too much space when I'd stretch out in it because folks, this thing stretches out to like a queen size bed length or a little bit longer. <laughs> Because um, I'm not a I'm not a really tall guy, but I'm not a really short guy either. So I need the length, and it's a big, soft, comfortable recliner. It's mm -hmm. it's it's you know it's easily a bed type of thing if I had to. Yeah. Um, and believe me, it gets napped in. Um, <laughs> but it took up too much space down here, so I took it up in the living room where it's got you know much more space to spread out. And thankfully, then I now have the bigger, even bigger television up there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like my chair I got in front of these, this uh, corner desk here. It's a, uh, I guess I call it a Queen Anne recliner. It's not like your big lazy boy. It's like it's got the four legs up. No, no. Um, but it sets up on four legs, but you tilt back and the the footrest will pop up. You can go back in it. And uh, and it's not bad. It doesn't take up a lot of room, but um, not, not quite as much as a big recliner would. But this is what I sit back in and play games in. So me and uh, Molly sits beside me, my dog, and then we just sit there. And, you know, she watches me in adoration while I, you know, shoot things in Borderlands. So. Or she sits there going, why is this man my master? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of the two. We're not really sure which. Sure, something like that. And the cat sits there and goes, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> Although the cat tends to really like you too, which I am, it, it can't fathom yet. So, well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and Kevin's seen the, the cat come up here and love me, and I've never seen a cat like this before. He jumps up on my chest, then he'll wrap his paws around my neck and hug me. <laughs> he likes you. Yeah, something like that. It's either that or feed me. I don't know which it is, but <laughs> it could be like our cat in the morning when 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 she wants to be fed. It's she comes up, she pokes us. She like taps you gently, and then she starts to poke you like somebody poking you with your finger. Um, excuse me, it's time for me to eat. 
Uh, excuse me, fresh crunchies required here, please, folks. Um, and, and then, then when that doesn't work, if we ignore that, then she starts flopping around in the bed, slamming herself against us. And then when that doesn't work, then it's oh, let's see. I think their feet are actually cat toys. <laughs> And we get a little bit of toenail action going on. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know what it was the other night, but the, uh, we had a cat missile. I'd be laying there in bed, and all of a sudden I felt this thing just slam into me or something. It's like, oh, good grief, cat. Just quit it. Well, you know, it's funny, Will, at times. We've got two cats. Uh, Lucy's, uh, what, be eight years old, I guess, this year, and Dixie's three. And it's and Dixie's a real small little tux cat, you know, black and white. And she's she's real tiny, and she's really a vocal little kitten. She, I mean, she talks all. You talk to her, and she'll start meowing and stuff back at you and talking back to you. But it's funny to watch them chase each other through the house. I mean, the you know, Lucy will chase her like upstairs. And they'll go around, and then all of a sudden, things switch, and Dixie's chasing her down through the house, and they're they're bouncing and everything. And I got told just before the show started that I'm going to have to find someplace else to sleep tonight because apparently Dixie has gone up, gotten on my side of our bed. It has her head laying on the pillow, so we can't disturb her. So <laughs> I said, "Well, great, then I'm gonna end up sleeping in, in sleeping in my wife's knee bends like Lucy does." And, and they said, "No," because then Lucy will get offended. See, so it sounds like I'm sleeping on the floor this, this tonight, folks. <laughs> well, take the cat bed and sleep in it then. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, that's the other funny thing too is we have cat beds. Lucy, we have a big one and a little one. The biggest cat gets in the smallest cat bed. The little cat gets in the big cat bed. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, and I don't know uh, about your cats, but ours and my daughter's cat down in Sioux City, they like bags and boxes. And so we were um, – my wife's taking a few pictures. She's got this zippered, uh, soft-sided uh, freezer bag that we take with us when we go to buy groceries in Watertown, which is about a half hour away. This time of year, you don't want things thawing out. So put it in there. So she had it sitting up there, and she went to pick it up, and, hmm, this feels a little heavy. And she opened it up, and, yeah, there's a cat inside there. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had that happen a couple times. You know, they show up in boxes or uh, bags or something like that, and yeah, they're they're just not. You know, as soon as you open a box, they're 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 in it. It's like, well, you could at least let me get the stuff out of the box before <laughs> you get in the box, cat. Oh yeah. But I wouldn't trade our two cats for anything under the sun. They're a lot of fun, and uh, we really enjoy them. Well, we got a little off topic, folks. I think what we'll do <laughs> is we'll we'll come back to topic by talking about our picks for this week. This week, I set the dollar value at 800 to $950, particularly because the item I wanted to pick uh, <laughs> is related to what I've been talking about, but it fit in that category nicely. But I'm going to hold off and be a gentleman and look up at Mike and let him, <laughs> and let him talk about his pick, first of all. Well, yeah, and um, i got to bring it up over here. Um, it took me a while to find this one because... Uh, First of all, you gave me the price range, and I had to stop and think. I try not to think about what I want to buy too much because I do have this habit of thinking about it and then buying it. So I try not to think about <laughs> this. I try not to have too many things lined up here because I'm afraid I might buy something. So it did take me a while to figure it out, what I might want. And I, I had some other ideas, but they were too expensive. So if you raise the price up sometime, I've got some things there too. But then I, I finally thought of something, but I could either find ones that was – uh, cheaper or way more expensive. I finally found one that kind of falls in the price range, and th it's a uh, recumbent. And no, people, that's not a incumbent that gets reelected. It's a recumbent uh, tricycle, um, which is kind of neat because you sit back and you. Uh, it's a bicycle or a tricycle, whatever. But it's you know an adult size. You you sit back in it and your pedals are out front and you pedal it. And this one here, it almost looks you know sort of um, like the. Uh, I don't want to say Harley because I don't want to get those people mad at me. Yeah. But it, Julie will it, kill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it does have the uh, what do you call it? The high rise handlebars. It's got, it's got eight hangers for handlebars. Okay, yeah, uh, whatever those things are. But yeah, it looks kind of neat, and I just and you know by the looks of it, there I think uh, I could maybe put a basket, or maybe I could even put a basket out in front there, and then Molly could ride co-pilot with me. Uh, I could figure something out. Oh dear. Uh, or maybe put something on the back and she could go back there. But um, and um, and my brother, what got me thinking was my brother um, bought one. 
he bought a, a recumbent bicycle um, for uh, we need pedals down in Sioux Falls. And well, I got the, you know, that's nice too, but I'm thinking this would be kind of uh, nice to. Because if you want to make a good onto the grocery store, I think you could put a little basket on the. And I saw somewhere, you know, for kid haulers that you could actually tow uh, little kid carts around behind them, you know, the kind where you put the kid in and strap it in or whatever. So they had all kinds of things out there for you to to do that. But I just and I do have a bicycle and I should ride it more. I don't. Um, Partially now that if I go outside, Molly wants to go with me, and I don't know about her running beside the bicycle. I don't know if she could. I start going down some of those hills, I go about 30 miles an hour. I don't know if she can go yeah. 30 miles. <laughs> I may not end well. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> or just getting drugged, which would not be good at all. Yeah. Um, and I don't know about me going slow enough for her to walk beside me, but you know, I got, but it is kind of neat and, uh, um, and I should go, just get out and ride more. But that was something I saw and thought, oh, that that would be kind of cool. No, I I think it's a really cool idea. I like uh, I like that. I've toyed with that. The only thing that bothers me is there used to be a guy around here that rode one, and he rode it on a fairly busy road around here, and I've always worried he was going to get hit because unlike a bicycle, he couldn't quite get off the road as far as he right. could. And this is a road, folks, where the average speed is about 40 miles an hour, so... I'm thinking that's not the safest thing in the world to be riding a bicycle on, period. And then to be riding right. a recumbent bike like this is, where you're down low. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. But, you know, but this is cool looking, and I'll put it in the show notes for people to look at. It's, it is right. a pretty cool thing, so I like it. Well, folks, the thing I picked is something I've been looking at for probably about six months, and I've held off, and it kind of ties into... What I've been, what I was just talking about rearranging my office, I'm kind of jonesing for a 4K monitor to hook to my computer here, which would be twice the resolution that my current iMac has. Why do I need it? I really don't know, folks. But this thing is nice. It's a, it's uh, made by LG. It's a 31-inch uh, 4K monitor. It has a real catchy name, the LG Electronics 31MU97C-B. Uh, 31-inch screen LED uh, lit monitor. So, yeah, it's a real catchy name, rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> but um, it's uh, currently on Amazon for just $850. So it's, you know, it's not bad. There's, right now there's only eight left in stock. Um, but, you know, I I would like it. I'd actually like to flank my uh, iMac with two of these, if <laughs> truth be known. Yeah, really, that I, you know... What can I say about screen real estate? Yeah. That would be a lot of screen real estate. Yes, it would. And when we were down in Sioux Falls a few weeks ago, we and I didn't look at them too close, but they had curved monitors down there. <sighs> I'm, and I'm kind of looking at them, and I don't know. I, I would have to just sit down and, and play with one for a while to see how I felt about it. But just to wrap them around you. You could get three of them. Get rid of your iMac and get a – well, you know, if you're going to blow money – Get yourself a uh, Mac Pro. Mac Pro, there we go. It's been so long I hadn't, I couldn't remember what that was. Get a Mac Pro, and then you just get three of these and wrap them around so you can just turn your head and you know, have monitors around you. At least 180 degrees of monitors. There you go. Well, I've toyed with the curve monitor, some of those super wide 21 by 9 aspect ratios, too. Yeah, folks, this is another reason I'm concerned. Because on the, on the days that I work from home, I'm thinking, wow, that'd be really cool because... I do a lot of stuff that involves data and number crunching and all this sort of thing. I'm in Excel a lot, you know, when I'm not in other stuff. Of the Office apps, I probably spend uh, half my over half my time in Excel doing things, generating data, mining data, and doing things like that uh, for different reports and stuff, um, or putting together reports to send out for people. So just to have that much of a spreadsheet up on the screen at one time just kind of makes the inner geek in me get a little little to the point where I might need a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> get get your juices flowing, then. It does. It, uh, it, it almost causes a, uh, as Barnacles on uh, Twitter says, a nerdgasm. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then the problem with that is it would co- be caused, uh, followed by financial flaccidness, so that wouldn't be a good yeah. thing. Yeah, and then followed by, I'd be, I'd be wishing I just had flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that too. So, 
Anyway, that's that's my pick for the week, folks. Go look it up. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's a gorgeous monitor. I know a couple people online that use it. The only thing that's better than this is there's a Dell monitor that I've seen previews for. I'm not sure if it's out. That you can. It's meant for day traders, and you can actually set it up to be the same as one monitor that acts like four screens or just one big screen. You can run it either way. Something. Oh, but I. <laughs> The la- the estimated street price on that one was I think sixteen ninety five or seventeen ninety five or something like that. I'm trying to keep it sub a thousand dollars so there's <laughs> at least some hope that I yes. might get it. So, but that's 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 my pick for the week. Well, folks, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the show this week. We Mike and I have had a lot of fun bringing it to you, talking about we've talked about cats. We've talked about the lovely Elisa Paselli, who I was so honored again. All jokes aside, very honored to get a chance to meet Elisa in person. Uh, she's a wonderful person. She's even more wonderful than she sounds, folks. If you ever get the chance to meet her, please do. Uh, and then all the other stuff that we've talked about this week, our weather stuff, our being scared, Mike's hum- Mike being pummeled by hail and everything else. So, <laughs> and I'll put a link to Mike's hail video, and it, you'll see it was a hail of a thing. Uh, you'll see, but I'm bummed. Sorry. <laughs> well, you you brought it up. My daughter, I posted it on Facebook, and she had posted to one of her friends, and I'll have to explain it to you because you won't get it. Um, she posted to her friend, hey, look, your uh, one of your favorite bands is in town. There's this band called Hailstorm. Oh. Uh, led by Lizzie Hale. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, so, and then I, uh, of course, me being who I am, I texted back, or wrote back to her on Facebook, ha-ha, courtesy laugh. She goes, jerk. So, <laughs> Gee, I can see that apple didn't fall far from the tree. No, no, right next to the tree. <laughs> that's, a, that's right beside the trunk there. Kind of yep, out. yep. I've had my oldest tell me that, too. She, you, you, you get mad at me for being a smart aleck. Where do you think I got it from? I went, what do you mean? <laughs> Oh no! I embrace it. She knows it, and we just we we we'll go back and forth with each other just because we can. So yeah, that's true. All right, folks. Well, I'll, before we get out of here, I will let Mike tell you where you might be able to find more of his musings and stuff like that. Oh, and by the way, I'm listening to one of the more recent episodes of Sci-Fi Tech Talk, but I forgot which one it was now. Yeah, we're we're on kind of a temporary hiatus because between summer and then Julie was just down at Max Stock, um, I think giving a speech down there if I remember right. I haven't seen her photos yes. come up, but I think she was giving a speech. And so uh, I'm hoping that once things settle down and she's kind of uh, uh, doing different things in her life, getting things changed around. So I think once that settles on, we all kind of get back in a groove again. We'll start doing this again. But uh, yeah, I think the next thing we have uh, on planned is. Um, we're going to revisit uh, Life Engineered by J.F. Dubo and talk about that one. Uh, now that he's finally got the book uh, edited and published uh, and out there, so I think that's going to be our next thing. But uh, if you do want to hear what I have to say, I'm on Twitter at DSC Tripman. And uh, if you want to ch- check out Sci Fi Tech Talk, that's at um, go to Sci Fi Tech Talk.com. You can find all our episodes there and what we're doing. Um, and anything else you want to know about me, I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Wonderful, folks. Go check him out. And quick note, uh, Max Stock has ended, uh, but there is, uh, it sounds like 2017 is already in the plannings. Um, and again, we, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Mike and I both might try to get there so we can meet in real life. And I think Elisa's hoping mm-hmm. to get there next year, so that could really be a lot of fun uh, if we're all three there together. Um, I do have to throw a big shout out to Jody Spangler, uh, and then I'll uh, also throw a shout out to Mike Potter. Jody was kind enough to pick me up one of the scarves they were selling that are Mac Stock 2016, uh, and if you can you can go over and see them. And then I happened to tweet something to, and Mike Potter saw it, and I'm actually going to end up with a Mac Stock coffee mug too. I mean, I'm paying mm. for this stuff, but it's <laughs> I'm going to have some Mac Stock uh, swag, so to speak. Uh, even though I didn't make it there. But, you know, it's my way of supporting it because I do want this conference to continue whether I'm there or not. I want to help out and make sure that this continues because I think it's a great effort. So uh, go over and check that out. And if anybody's interested in the uh, coffee mugs or the scarves, I'm sure Mike might be able to help you out. Uh, You might want to hit him up on Twitter. 
Uh, folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can catch me on Twitter. It's where I tend to spend a lot of my time when I'm online doing sorts of things, and that's twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A. If you want to check out links to some other things, you can always go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. I have two L's, Mike has two E's, so we're good there. If you want to find out more about the show, please go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments are always welcome in iTunes, and we thank you, all those folks who have done that. We really do appreciate it. It helps the show get discovered. Well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the show this week, and if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Let's talk Apple. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchot doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere, along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes, stoplightnetwork.com, or at let's-talk.ie domains. <laughs>